Compositional Ear Training Part 2. In this episode, we will add in the sixth note of the major scale, La. As I play the following, please sing along. I will play Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, and then back Sol, Fa, Mi, Re, Do. Now we will skip the notes, so sing Do, Mi, Do, Re, Fa, Re, Mi, Sol, Mi, Fa, La, Fa. Now, as we have done in the previous podcast, as I play the one chord, freely create phrases using all the notes we've studied so far. As I mentioned, against the one chord, Do, Mi, Sol, Re, Fa, and La will be non-chord tones. So notice how they sound against the chord as you sing the phrases. I will play a few examples now. Notice how our repeated phrases so important having the listener remember your music. Okay, now if you would create your own phrases. You'll notice how I put a rhythm to the accord accompaniment. To create a chordal hook, a motive for the rhythm is so important. If you think of all your favorite songs, the background hooks, you have melodic hooks, you have rhythmic hooks, and you have reoccurring motives or hooks in all the different layers of the music. Check out some of my earlier episodes where I discuss the different types of rhythmic motifs or hooks used. The two chord. If we build a chord on the second note of the major scale, Re, by skipping every other note, for example, so now we have Re, Fa, and La, we create the two chord, which is minor in all 15 keys. I'll play the three notes separately then together as the two minor chord. I am using the key of C as an example, so in this case the one chord is C major and the two chord is D minor. (music) 
If you're not familiar with this process, it is called tertian harmony. In other words, chords built every other note on thirds. If you have a keyboard, give this a try. So far, we have the one chord major and the two chord minor. I will play these two chords back and forth. Listen to the sound. Major is brighter than minor, which is darker. Now for an ear training exercise, I will play the two chords and just say what they are. Recognize the chord. Okay, now let's sing the two chords. First, I will play the C chord, so sing Do, Mi, Sol, Mi, Do, and then I will play the two chord, sing Re, Fa, La, Fa, Re. Okay, great. Now let's do as we did with the one chord with the two chord. As I hold down the two chord, what I'd like you to do is make up a phrases using just the notes of the two chord. So in other words, re, fa, la, but mix in the notes in between. So they would be mi and sol now. So mi and sol will be the non-chord tones, the ones with the varying degrees of color, and re, fa, la will be the chord tones. Here, I will play an example first. I will hold down the two chord, in this case D minor, and I will make up music using the five notes Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, emphasizing the three chord tones Re, Fa, and La. What I did there was one of the most common uses of non-chord tones. I used them as passing tones. In other words, I connected Re to Fa with Mi. And then I connected Fa to La with Sol. A passing tone is very common in music. It's almost like connecting the dots. You're connecting the tones at rest, the chord tones, with the non-chord tones. Listen as I play some phrases against the minor chord, and you can hear it's minor. Can you hear that sound? Now, what I'll do is, instead of resting on the chord tones, I'll stop, 
on the non-chord tones and notice how you feel like you has to move somewhere, has to resolve. Notice how when you emphasize non-chord tones, it becomes much more emotional. This is important in relaying to the listener the meaning of certain lyrics. Okay, give it a try. I will play the two chord over and over and just create music using the chord tones and the non-chord tones. So that would be Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La. I added in some arpeggios. Arpeggio means broken chords. Now, as I play the one and two chords, sing phrases against the chords. As the chords move from one to another, this is called a chord progression. As we have seen in previous episodes, most modern songs are built on a four chord progression, or sometimes three. Blues, for example, are based on a standard three chord progression. As you create phrases against the two chords, you can think of different ways. For example, one, you could be totally free, just using the six notes, jump around, go up and down, fast, slow, whatever you want, just be totally free. Second, you can do as we have done before. Think of the chord tones for each chord. So if the one chord, sing the chord tones mixed in with some passing tones, the non-chord tones. These two concepts create the most common method for solo improvising in all styles of music, whether it's rock, blues, jazz, country. Whenever you go to a concert or listen to a recording, the solos are based usually on one of those two concepts or a mixture of both. So, for example, musicians will either use a particular scale or scales against a chord progression. This is common in rock, especially the pentatonic and the minor pentatonic scales against a certain progression. Or in jazz, where the chords and the keys move quite quickly from one to another, the chord tones are stressed along with non-chord tones and other ways of moving in and out of a chord. In other words, thinking of moving from light into dark and back and forth. Or you can combine the both. Sometimes use the chord tones and non-chord tones, or the use of one or more scales. People have devoted their whole lives in search of which method or combination to use. Thousands of books and articles also on improvising. And now that's what we're going to do with our voice. Our voice will be our instrument. And then if you really get into it, you could then transfer what you sing to your fingers through your instrument. Years ago, there was a very famous West Coast jazz guitarist, Barney Kessel, 
the great musician, who said that this is how he worked. He would hear in his mind a split second before it would be played through his fingers. In earlier podcast episodes, I proposed the opposite, where as you play, as your fingers play, if you can, in other words, if you're playing guitar or keyboard, you sing along with it. And what you'll find, if you do that, if you just use your fingers, one type of music will come out. If, if you sing along, believe me, the result will be amazing. The music will take on a human feel because you will be controlling your fingers. George Benson, the great jazz guitarist, always sings along what he plays. Also, a lot of teachers on improvising will say, breathe as you play. Horn players have to breathe, so they have to naturally phrase. But sometimes keyboarders, guitarists, or other people, they aren't breathing, so they go on and on. And sometimes you get a lot of run-on sentences, where one of the most important things is the phrase. All right, here we go. I will play the two chords, and I will use a beat this time. This will have a tremendous effect on, on how you phrase and how you sing. Look how many producers, songwriters start with a drum track and then layer above it. great so keep doing it with this recording or just if you have an instrument just play those two chords in whatever key you want you can download all the keys and the chords and the notes in them everything is on YouTube it's great so if you find this key a little too high or a little too low just experiment you just want two chords if you're in a key of G it would be G and A minor the key of F would be F and G minor you can print out on Google too if you type in major keys, the chords in the major keys, you'll get a printout of everything that you need. The amount of melodies you can create from just this alone is endless. So you can imagine as we move along and add in different notes and different chords, the possibilities. Look for our next episode where we will add in the next note and more chords. I'd like to leave you 
with this quote by Victor Hugo, music expresses that which cannot be put into words. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Joe.